By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? I'm bad! And I'm better than ever! What a smooth transition that was. You're listening to 2010 Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy, and welcome back. And I'm not just saying it to you, I'm saying it to myself as well. I'm back, baby. Had a little bit of a hiatus, but first, if you need to know more about me, go to 2010minutes.com. You can buy my merch, you can learn more about me, you can contact me, you can download my app. There are so many great things that you can do on 2010minutes.com. You can even look at photos of me. You can right-click them, click save, put them on something. I don't know. I don't know why I even have them. Because I look fucking cute as fuck. That's why. But yeah, thank you for coming back. This is episode 101, uh, the palindrome episode. Little info episode. I'm back. So my laptop shit the bed on me. The screen or the monitor, if you will, crapped out on me. And I couldn't use it, couldn't see. I went to the Apple store. And uh, they're like the best at like pretending they care. I feel like they're like, yeah, your 2013 model is a vintage now. I'm like, oh, so what happens now? They're like, well, you can change the screen for 500 bucks because it's not in uh, storage anymore or whatever. And I'm like, I can just buy a new laptop. They're like, yeah, you should buy a new laptop. I'm like, God damn it. So I ended up leaving and kind of just making a video about me probably giving up the podcast because I didn't have a laptop which I need. Money's tight. I want to talk about money in a minute. But um, yeah, so I ended up getting a new laptop with the help of a friend who doesn't want to be named. He made a pretty substantial donation to the 2010 Minutes Fund, which you can find on 2010minutes.com. And uh, he really helped me get a new laptop. So I have a new uh, laptop MacBook Air. I don't know why I said it like that, but I did and I'm sticking by it. There was a sale on Black Friday, which was 200 bucks off it. So it was like, it was meant to be. And I had to treat myself. You got to make sure you treat yourself, especially during the holidays, because it can get kind of hectic, kind of spendy, all that stuff. Um, Because I read about this March 2022. As of then, the American Psychological Association has said 72% of Americans are stressed about money. The other 28, I did that math right? I sure did. The other 28 are just rich people that like walk around. I want to talk to those 28% of Americans that aren't stressed about money. See what their life's about. Definitely millionaires. I want to meet like the poor person that's not stressed about money because that person probably has a great life. And I'm not even being not even being funny about it. Money, uh, money doesn't buy happiness, they say, but I really think it does. Because I'd be a lot happier if I didn't have debt. Uh, I'd be a lot happier if I had money to go do things like go fly to Japan. Which uh, I'm still gonna try to do within the five years. I was on, oh, I was on Google trying to figure out what the uh, difference in denomination of the American dollar and the Japanese yen. Very confusing, very very confusing. I'm going to be had. I looked up scams because every country has their own scams. They got scams. They got like fake monks that walk around asking for money. And I don't know if like what ten thousand yen is even like a lot of money. It sounds like a lot because it's a high number. So I think that's where they get me with the Japanese yen. But yeah, that's, that's what I would want to do with my money is go spend it in a different currency. 40%, hmm, that's not right. 46% of people with debt also have a mental health diagnosis 
I'm in that percentage. 86 of people with mental health issues and debt say their debt makes their mental health issue worse. 86%. I'm in that group too. That's a fun one. Those living with depression and debt are four times more likely to still have debt in 18 months. Jesus. Compared to their counterparts without debt. Yeah. Yep, that's pretty much uh, my life. I don't really talk about my finances too much, and I'm not really going to get into it. But yeah, like I have debt. I have school debt because I didn't know what the fuck forbearance meant. And I was just like a dumb young kid just wanting to get drunk every weekend. So I just didn't pay it and didn't pay it. So I'm pretty much still paying for my college tuition that I dropped out of college for because I'm an idiot with money. But I'm so much better now. Like I build up my own credit. I have a game plan. So anyone can do this if they have money problems. Um, I can kind of tell you what I do. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But um, I try to put every so while, like I put a payment plan on. So I'm going to spend this much amount of money on my debt. And then work around that. So like my mortgage, I got to make sure that's paid. So there's like, I put them in tiers of necessity to like need versus want. So a lot of the want stuff, I got to make sure like you got to take a break on that stuff. I know people with even bipolar have compulsive disorder of like wanting to go just buy stupid shit or go gamble. I like to gamble. And um, I've never lost a lot of money. Like I don't have a gambling problem, but I do like the idea of gambling for blackjack. But I'm pretty good with my money. Again, I'm not looking to be worse with my money. I'm only being better with my money. And sometimes you got to treat yourself. And that's the way I treat myself. I play blackjack really slow because I like playing the game. And then I'll be at a table and they're like, you got to double up. You got to do this. Like, no, man, this ain't your money. I just saw you put down a thousand bucks, lose, come, go to the ATM and come back. I'm not listening to anything you have to say. I'll be fine. I like how I'm trying to explain my gambling to you guys. Like you guys are ashamed of me. But hey, man just the way it is. Um, those with debt are three times more. Uh, oh, Jesus. Those with debt are three times more likely to com- uh, contemplate suicide due to the debt. Definitely thought about that shit. 72% of Americans report stressing out about money, which is from the APA. I already said that. And financial stress is the number one stressor in the U.S. That was uh, off a credit-wise survey. Dude, there is a huge money problem. For everybody. I don't know how anyone really has money to do things. I, th- I Like, I just assume everyone else is in debt, and it makes me feel a little bit better. Like, I see friends on Instagram, like, flying to, like, different countries. I'm like, how the hell are they doing that? Like, I have a pretty well-paying job. I'm, I'm very grateful for my job. If I didn't have my job, I'd probably be more stressed, even though my job kind of stresses me out a little bit. But what job doesn't, you know? It's all about the people you work with. I work with pretty good people. Um... There'll be days like I go in, I'm like, this is a great group of people to work with. So if you have good people to work with, don't take that for granted because there's a lot. It's like having a shitty neighbor because like you gotta you live with them pretty much. They're in your life majority more than your own family. Like when people say like, oh, work's family and people are like, no, like whatever. No, it, it's true. Like you see them as much as you see your own family and it's kind of scary. You can have like work beefs with like a 55-year-old woman. And be friends with like a like a 21-year-old like fucking, I don't even know. There's just different age gaps. And it's just funny how like you, you relate to somebody um, that you see fucking every day. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Fucking work. I'm talking about work and I hate talking about work. When people ask me how work was, I always just say terrible. It's the last thing I want to do. I don't bring it up with other people's job because that's the last thing I feel like anyone wants to do is talk about their job. If you want to talk about it, go for it. I'm I'm down. I'll listen. But I probably won't ask it because I know probably 86% of people don't want to talk about their job. Um, so I looked up some 
tips this uh, season or not this season, but just for debt in general. And you got to like juggle gifts. If you don't have enough money this year for a gift, don't stress out about that. A gift is a gift and whatever you can afford is great. I think there's a lot of pressure on spending a lot of money on somebody, friends, family, kids, like, you know what I mean? It's all about the Christmas spirit, right? Uh, make one decision at a time when it comes to money. You don't want to do uh, multiple things at once where it's like, oh, I need to buy this, that, and this. But like, how about you just, it's like worrying one step at a time. So you want to make one decision at a time when it comes to making purchases. Create, stick to a budget. Um, that's a, that's like a tough one to do, but an easy one to do. If that makes sense. Like you got to get all your finances in order and like your bills and like how much you make and like do all that math. Like if you don't like doing math, that's a lot to do to stick to a budget. Cause you got to do a bunch of math problems, which I don't like doing. So that's how I had to do it. There's probably an easier way. You could probably find somebody to help you. Don't know. But, um, yeah, if you stick to a budget, um, that obviously helps monitor your spending, Figure out like how much you're spending, what you're spending on. If you're eating out too much, then make some peanut butter and fluff sandwiches at home. Uh, pinpoint financial stressors. What stresses you out? I actually don't remember what the fuck that one was about. Recognize the emotions you feel related to that. So if you're going to buy something and it gives you a certain emotion, like for me, it's like, I need this. But then you think about it, you're like, no, I, I want this. And you got to battle the need versus want. Uh, implement healthy coping mechanisms that feel like that um, when you want to spend money. Like for me, like I, I just got to remind myself that I don't always win at the casino. They, I, I feel like I do, but I definitely don't. If I looked at my expend, if I looked at my overall net worth of gambling with blackjack, I would say I'm in the negative. And that just helps me out because that's my coping mechanism. I got to keep reminding myself. Um, Seek support of a coach. That's obvious. Uh, talk to a trained mental professional uh, as well. That will help you out. Um, but yeah, don't. It's so it's so easy to tell somebody not to stress about money, but when people live paycheck to paycheck, when they can't afford their mortgage or their rent or what have you, so a lot of people do um, think about having suicide. And it's like I don't want to say I don't blame them, but I know how that feels, and that's what really sucks is. There's not much you can do, but um, again, to back up a lot of it is uh, thank you to my friend that really helped me with my uh, laptop. It really means a lot. And I cried. I cried about it because uh, it was really uh, thoughtful. And uh, I got to think of a present to give him back, him or her back. And I have a great idea, but if anyone has any good ideas, let me know because I am an awful gift giver. I am fucking terrible at giving gifts. I At first, I'd be like, oh, they're going to love this gift. And then I get it and it sucks. So I make sure to ask people what they what they want or what they're looking for. Like my ne my nephew's not gonna fucking watch this. He's like fucking five years old. Like I got him a bunch of Legos. I know that's gonna be a good gift because I know he likes Legos and I know he likes Spider Man. So I got him Spider Man Legos. Like that's easy. When you have to do a gift for somebody with like no like background, like a Christmas swap, I'm awful. My gift always gets traded. My my gift always doesn't get used. I bought a pizza blanket one time off Amazon. I thought that was going to be a hit and it fucking sucked because like the printing on it sucked. It was like someone like scanned it on a blanket. Yeah, not a good gift giver. Even explaining that gift, you you guys are like, yeah, that's a shitty gift. Um, but whatever, man. Get off my back. Um, my mental health, I'll tell you guys, uh, is doing okay. I'm having some slip-ups uh, with dealing with uh, being sad this um 
this season already. But there's no snow yet, which is really good. And um, and I'm just feeling a little bit better about that. So again, if you don't know what SAD is, it's seasonal uh, affective disorder, which usually comes uh, suppression related to changes in the seasons. Um, so that one's pretty tough for me to deal with. But I, I think I've been good considering I keep it up with therapy. I bumped it back to every other week just because of like money wise. Look at me budgeting. <laughs> um, and I don't need it every week. So that's like a good sign for me that I, I, I'm not as bad. Um, again, I'm having my hiccups here and there with, uh, if I don't get enough sleep, I get really grouchy and nasty. Um, and I know like that, like, again, every time I like complain or like talk about my mental health, it's like, yeah, everybody's like that, Tim. And I feel like I'm not really that smart to really, uh, help people understand mental health because like, I'm kind of an idiot. Um, but man, the, one of my episodes, I talked about the Adderall shortage and it fucking, in fact is true. I went to go pick up my medication. Oh, no, I was going to go pick up my meds, and they called me. They're like, we're out of Adderall. I was like, okay. So in my head, I'm like, oh, what milligrams can I get? And before I even asked that, she's like, we're all out of every milligram. What? How are you out of a medication? And they were saying, like, the factory that makes the, their Adderall for them is, like, they're all backed up. And, and I didn't even ask when it would be ready because they didn't, they didn't even bring that up. So I was like, oh, shit, what do I do? So I called my, I called my guy. I called my drug guy. And I'm like, yo, guy. They're out of Adderall. What do I do? And uh, we decided to try a different pharmacy because I thought just everyone got the same thing at every pharmacy. So I used to go to a, a – well, I still do for the most part. I go to like a local like back to the future like mom and pop store. Like it's an old school pharmacy. I like supporting things like that. So I'm like, all right, I'll try CVS. And they're like, here you go. Like no no problems. Like at, like CVS had it. And it's like I don't want to support those big big-ass companies, but now I have to for my own mental health. Um, which is funny. Animals, I feel like, are a really good um, thing for people in their mental health. It helps them out. I have two dogs and two cats who help me out tremendously, even though one of them drives me up a... Actually, all four of them drive me up a fucking wall sometimes, but that's animals. I know this is this seems like a lot, and I'm... I'm I always look to do it, but it's tough because we have four animals. All of them are adopted. But if you don't have an animal... Think about adopting one, even if it's like not even a cat or a dog. And if you, even if you can't, maybe foster a dog for a little bit. Help their mental health. You know what I mean? Like you go to these shelters and these dogs have been through everything and they're very like uh, depressed and like animals get depressed. That's why I always think do like squirrels commit suicide. Like maybe they're jumping in front of the cows on purpose. I don't know. I don't know if they have that in their brain. Is that kind of fucked up to think about? I think so. Um... But yeah, if you can like even just foster an animal for a little bit this holiday season, I think it would really help both of y'all out. Again, I can't say much because I, I'm not fostering any dogs right now, so I'm 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 one to say one. Um, but yeah, my mental health has been pretty good for you. Uh, long story longer. Uh, I've had an interview come out. I got two interviews coming up. I got one with Alexis Hornbuckle, who is a WNBA NCAA champion. That one was already released. I got Christine Handy coming up, who is a model and a breast cancer survivor. Great story. I know if you're a diehard fan of this, I, you would be like, Tim, didn't you release that already? We had to re-record it. I don't need to tell you why, but I'm glad we did. And it came out awesome, even better than the first. Christine Handy is that great of a person. Don't sleep on her. She's great. And then I got a, a, a guy by the name of Tim Lodgen that's coming up, a recovering addict for drugs and alcohol. Really good guy. Looks like John Hamm's fucking 
personal stunt double. It's actually remarkable how much he looks like John Hamm. He's yoked. He's he's a big boy. Big boy. And then also, uh, thanks for the Movember money uh, that helped me out. I didn't reach my goal, but I, I raised $815 out of the 1000 I wanted. And my team raised uh, $1,065. So thank you to everybody out there. My, my man Mike from Game uh, for a Movie Podcast won the raffle with the hat and some 2010-minute swag. Um, so yeah, shout out to him for donating. But no, it really means a lot to uh, help uh, these like companies that not companies, but these um, charities that help out like men's health and uh, prostate aware, prostate cancer awareness, um, suicide awareness. It always goes to a good cause. And you know me, I, I try to do stuff for the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. And I want to try to get them some more money because it's like the local the local charities need, need more help with the nonprofits, uh, as you will. Um, but yeah, I read about this. And this one's uh, pretty neat. A new study suggests that learning a musical instrument like the piano may help help people with mental health difficulties like depression and anxiety. Again, I don't know what everyone goes through, and I don't want to say that, but I have a really good friend who's always just the fucking he's just he's just delightful, and I know he plays the piano, and I think that might help him, and maybe I should try to take up the piano. Uh, I've heard him play Casey and the Casey and Jojo all my life and he's one of my best friends. And uh, yeah. So I think like not why he's so happy, but like, that's just one of those things that make that kid great is because he plays the piano. So I believe this. If you have a chance to play an instrument, go for it. I tried to play the guitar. My thumbs aren't strong. My fingers weren't strong enough to like hold down the, the thing. I've always wanted to be a DJ. I've always wanted to get a, a um, turntable set. Not like the new DJ people that just hit buttons, it sounds like, but like the DJ old school, like 80s and 90s scratching. I'd be DJ Tickles. I feel like that's a good name for a DJ, but not really. I'd probably just be Tim. Like that would be my DJ name, just Tim. And uh, But DJ Tickles, gooch, gooch, goo. And then you fucking, you hit it and it's like, scooch, I have, oh man, my side quests in my own video game would be super weird. Like I wanted to be a professional ref for wrestling and uh, my job, I work nights three to 10. So that kind of dampers that possibility. And then I also want to be like a DJ. Like those are like two little side quests I would love to go do, but I really can't because of my scheduling, which is another thing I need to work on is my scheduling. So I'll be taking a little break from the podcast. There might be a little break in interviews hopefully not episodes um i'll be going to nashville and having two weeks off from work and then an extra week off after christmas i need a lot of uh tim time a lot of tim time i need i need to pump the brakes on everything again i know i took a little break but that was because of the podcast uh because of the laptop for the podcast i should say so hopefully you guys understand uh i thank you for everybody that's kept rocking with me um it really means a lot i thought a lot of people would probably fall off when i brought this episode back but people were pushing me to come back and a lot of people were upset when i made that video that it, it was coming to an end and a lot of people reached out and i know a lot of people wanted to help one kid wanted to do a gofundme and i was like thank christ you didn't because i feel like gofundmes are for people that really need the help um not for uh, a 36 year old guy that speaks in a closet about mental health in his own life I don't think that qualifies as a GoFundMe, but I'm not making fun of that person. I'm just saying that that's how I feel about it. I don't make fun of things. I just say I just say what's on my mind, dude. You know, I'm just that guy. 
Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of 2010 Minutes. Again, I am your host, Tim McCarthy. I thank you so much. I love you. And have a good one. And we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.